Hello and welcome to the Maluli Asset Management Podcast. Today is October 14th, 2015. This is Brendan and today Tom and I are going to talk about uh, something I think a little different than what we normally talk about, but uh, I think it's a good idea that people keep a portfolio journal. And I mean this for investors and advisors alike. Anybody who makes investment decisions, I think, can benefit from this. I think it's a terrific idea, and I can say that 99% of people in the market do not do this. Yeah. Um, I think they'd really benefit from it. I mean, it's been shown in other areas. I mean, psychology, things like that, that keeping a journal has, you know, it's, it's proven to be a pretty constructive exercise, and it can actually be pretty therapeutic to just take your thoughts and put them down on paper, whether you organize it and you think you're a great writer, uh, or if you're just making bullet points in a list. It doesn't matter what format you're using. You know, there's a lot of people that talk about the the mental benefits and the emotional benefits that come from keeping a journal. Let's, I mean, just think about what we talk about a lot with our clients is let's not make impulse decisions. Let's not do something rash. You know, let's not panic. That's certainly an emotion. Mm-hmm. So, but even, you know, we say these things, we shouldn't do these things, we should do these things. These things are going to happen regardless. We're all human. Sure. Uh, but the only way that we're going to learn from any of this stuff is if we have evidence of it, evidence of the time that we panic. You know, right. you could be panicking and you have no idea that in the moment you're making a panic decision. You just think you're doing the right thing. Sure. And you, it really isn't until the, the moment has passed when you realize in hindsight, wow, that was, you know, pretty emotional. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... The main, the main idea, or one of the main ideas of keeping a journal here is just to get to know yourself a little bit better, uh, gain an understanding of, of what makes you tick, how, sure. to, how do you make these decisions, and, and what drives them. And when it comes to investing, when we're talking about these journal entries, we want to answer questions like, why? Why did we buy this? Why did we even think about putting money into this sector? When did we do it? What were the triggers that made us look at this type of thing? And how? You know, how are we going to do this? How is it going to be positioned in our account, in our portfolio? Yeah. Good questions to, to jot down. Yeah, a good place to start if, if you don't uh, actively keep a journal or you don't have reasons for owning anything. I mean, a good place to start is just with a general investment policy statement, which you could create on your own or with the help of an advisor. Uh, you know, you really just define what what your portfolio's goals are and, uh, you know, different objectives that, that you'd like to meet uh, sure. by investing. I mean, what? why are you investing? Yeah, the, Answer the goals, that question. You're sure, the goals of a, a 30 or 35-year-old investor are going to be very, very different, polar opposite from a 55-year-old investor. So we realize that if you do make an investment policy statement that it's going to be a rolling policy statement. Things are going to change over time, but you need to have some kind of framework, some kind of objectives when you get started. Yeah. Uh, another thing that you could, uh, you know, use a journal for is just a place to vent. I mean, sometimes you have a lot of emotions because of the market. I mean, we, we all know how the market can make us feel, you know, different extremes. We can feel like we're the smartest man in the world or, you know, the dumbest guy out there. Uh, and that can happen over the course of one one trading day in the market. Sure. Um, so, you know, you can write these things down about how you're feeling, why you're feeling it. And 
you know, whether you take action on something or not, I think it's important to just have a record of what you were feeling at that point in time. You know, I, I just kind of want to back up a second because along with that, you know, as human beings, we all go through different stages of life. I mean, people, you know, they'll be in the process of buying a house. That's going to impact how they're making investment decisions. They may be going through a divorce. They may have young kids and they've, they've got expenses. That's going to change things. And that's certainly going to change your outlook mm-hmm. on things too. Maybe you become a little more short-term oriented. It's impossible to tell until you start keeping some kind of notes. The most important time that you could be entering in your journal is going to be at market extremes. So when everything seems to be going right, open up your journal and write about it and write about why everything's going right or how it, how is it going right and how does that make you feel and, uh, you know, what do you think is driving, you know, everything just clicking for you in your personal investments at that point in time. And on the flip side, when things seem like they couldn't get any worse, you need to do the same thing and write down what you're feeling and, and what's going on and, and what you're mad about or you're pissed off that you bought some investment or you're going to do something. Obviously, at either of these extremes, if you're going to do anything, you need to make note of that. Right. I I really think that tying into what you mentioned about venting, this is really a great outlet, this journal, because it's going to help you think things through before you act. Mm -hmm. It's so easy now to pick up the phone and call your advisor and make a change in your portfolio, or even worse, go online and do it yourself and you're going to make an impulse decision really without thinking the whole thing through. Yeah, we're most vulnerable at at extreme ends of uh, our emotional spectrum like this when we're really happy or really sad or angry or, you know, euphoric. Um, And I think looking back on these moments uh, and actually getting to see what you wrote down at that point in time is really helpful because if you don't have it written down, our minds have this like funny way of, of altering the past. Like, Oh yeah, I totally knew that that was like the wrong thing to do back then, but (laughs) I did it anyway. Or you know what I mean? It just, our brains play tricks on us like that. So when you take the pen to paper and write it down, it's there in your own handwriting and and you kind of have to just, you get to live with that. You have to own it. Yeah. Yeah. You own that. That's right. I think that's, that's big. You can't go back and rewrite history if you already wrote it down. But if it's only, if it's only in your brain, you can say whatever you want. Brain will change things. Uh, I, I think Brendan, by logging down these feelings, these experiences, these decisions, you're going to find that in a journal, the mistakes that you write about or that you learn from give you the best opportunities to gain a little further understanding of you, how you tick, and how to do it a little better the next time. Yeah. Uh, the, the big problem, and I guess a reason for journaling, uh, in my opinion, is that in the present, it doesn't really seem, it never seems like you're making a mistake because no. you come up with all these reasons. I mean, well, a lot of us like to think that we're logical people, even though, you know, yeah. It's, nobody really is logical all the time. Even even the actuaries that are supposed to be the most like data driven people. I, everybody makes mistakes, you know. We, and we all make emotional decisions, and we try and back up our decisions with reasoning, with mm-hmm. logic. And it doesn't always work that way. Some some of these decisions, you're going to look back in time and say, "Oh, I can't believe I did that." Yeah, you're going to cringe, uh, you know. But other times, you're going to look back at a decision and you're going to be like, "Hey." 
That was pretty smart. Yeah, that was you pretty know? wise. It's cool. You get to check out the highlight reel once in a while. Like, <laughs> hey, I did that, and that was good. Uh, but at the same time, you could you could uh, have a good outcome uh, that comes from a choice that you made, but it's not for the reasons that you thought it was going to be. So you were right for the wrong reasons. I think that happens a lot in investing. I agree. I agree. And when we talk about investing and we talk about different securities, it's important to know that none of the securities that we mentioned in any of our podcasts represent a past specific recommendation of Maluli Asset Management. And this podcast is not a recommendation to buy or sell any securities that we happen to mention in the course of the podcast. But more importantly, if you're relying just on a podcast for investment advice, we think you're making a mistake. That's why we strongly urge all of our listeners to consult with their own investment advisor before they make that decision to buy or sell any investment and maybe write it down too. Yeah. So if you don't have an investment advisor, we'd be happy to answer whatever questions you have without any kind of cost or obligation. You can just pick up the phone. We're in New Jersey. Our phone number is 732-223-9000. Or, of course, you can find us on the web at maluli.com. Okay, that's all we have for this week's podcast. We'll be back next week with a new topic, and thanks for listening.